This is your favorite podcaster, Romina, and you just tuned in to RM Podcast FL. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to RM Podcast FL. Hope everybody's having a tremendous and a fabulous day, evening, night, midnight, whenever you're listening to this episode. First and foremost, I want to thank you for tuning in to RM Podcast FL and make sure to give us a five-star review if you're listening to this from Apple Podcasts as well as a short comment and tell us how awesome we are doing. And if you are listening to this episode from any other podcast platforms, wherever you get your podcast juice from, go ahead and actually share this episode or any other episodes with your friends or your co-workers or with anybody that you think this type of episode or the content of it, it would actually be very beneficial for them. So without losing any time, I actually want to dive into today's episode. We have Deborah Kay. She is the founder of Well World TV. Now, I was actually able to sit down with Deborah and actually talk about her journey into entrepreneurship. I know the last episode we cover is the way to entrepreneurship. And with this many lessons that we actually have covered for you guys, you should definitely go ahead and use all those golden nuggets that our guests are sharing with you because it's amazing. Now, Deborah, she was in the corporate world. She was very successful at it, but she knew she could do more. And I loved it because during this episode, she actually said, if I put this much work and effort into my own business, as much as I do while I'm employed, I know for a fact I will be successful. And that's very, very important, you guys, especially when you jump into the entrepreneurship world or even when you jump into a new workplace, to a new career, whatever it might be, as long as you know your work ethic is on point, as long as you know yourself, then you'll be just great. Now, Deborah, you guys, she is a host and a producer, and her TV show credit included an Emmy nomination, an Eddie Award, and her most recent TV show, The Primetime, was an official selection by the International Film Festival of Manhattan and Miami Webfest, which is Pretty big deal, y'all, just so you know. And also, she is launching a boot camp June 23rd to July 16th. It is a four-week online course, you guys, so definitely look up the information on the details. And I don't want to spoil the episode. I want you guys to definitely enjoy it. Go ahead and learn how she was able to create an international wellness network and enjoy. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and investing your time to RM Podcast FL. Just like I mentioned on the bio, today's guest speaker is Deborah Kay. Hi, Deborah. How are you today? Hey, I am great. How are you? I'm good. I'm awesome. Uh, it's Friday as of right now. And thank you so much for taking your time on almost the weekend to being a part <laughs> of RM Podcast. And you listeners are listening to this on a Tuesday. But just so you know, if you really serious about your work. You have to work pretty much every day. <laughs> exactly. Friday? Is this Friday? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but Deborah, I'll pass on the mic to you, dear. I don't know anybody else that knows you better than you know yourself. So tell us how awesome you are. Tell us about Young You to today. All right. Well, um, first off, thank you so much for uh, sharing me with your audience. I love to uh, inspire and uh, encourage people to really follow their passion and purpose. And so with that, I'm the founder of Well World TV. So we are a modern 
non-traditional television network that's really dedicated to developing hosts, up-leveling their voice, and sharing their positive and inspirational with as many people as we can possibly reach. Awesome. Now, I know we, uh, we connected a while back, and you were a part of the corporate world before you kind of just deviated and launched out, right? Yes. Why the separation? Yeah. Because if you're very successful at something, some people get kind of comfortable and don't look for something new. Why did you technically start from scratch, build something new? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you started there because, you know, now where I'm at in my entrepreneurial journey, when I reflect back and I see those really critical moments that would either have, I wouldn't be where I'm at, or if I hadn't taken a leap, it, it really helped propel me forward. And so during my corporate career, I was aggressively climbing the ladder. I was always in male dominated work environments and, you know, just always feeling like I had to prove myself. I was the first one in the office. I was the last one to leave. I was a single mom. Um, I was working on very high level projects and what started to suffer was my health. And so I, started to just develop just some annoying things. It wasn't like I had a major diagnosis, but I wasn't sleeping. I was, um, had stomach issues. I was gaining weight. Uh, you know, it's like all of these things. They were, come with it, like stress uh, on top of it. Oh yeah. It's fun package. Oh yeah. So it, this was like compounding. And so I, I developed an eye infection because I think my immune system was just under attack. And that's what finally face planted me in the doctor's office. I was like, all right, all this, I can bulldoze through this other stuff, but I can't go into work with one big, huge swollen eye, you know, <laughs> affect our look and we'll go to the doctor. Right. <laughs> so, so I face planted in there and I started going through like all my complaints and ailments. And I noticed he was like writing in a notepad. And I was like, you know, was, I didn't even think he was listening to me. I was like, is he like, you know, writing my client notes or what? And as soon as I finished, he said, you know, is there anything else? And I said, nope, that about does it. And he rips out five prescriptions out of a prescription pad. And he says, okay, I'm gonna prescribe you a sleeping pill. Here's, here's, an, here's a prescription for your stomach problem. Here's a high cholesterol medication. Oh, here's eye drops for your eye. You guys should see my face right now. This is ridiculous. This is the truth. And, and then he's, here's the tipper. He said, oh, and I'm going to go ahead and prescribe you an antidepressant because I think you're, you, you know, you're struggling. And, and I'm not anti-medicine at all. Like I will take medication when I need to take medication. But, but what I was left with was the sense that how many millions of people are going into the doctor's office and then going from the doctor's office and beginning their march to the pharmacy without any sort of exploration around my lifestyle choices, my fitness activity, my nutrition. And so it was like such a huge punch that I didn't know it at the time, but the whole trajectory of my life changed in that moment because what happened in me was that seed was planted that I wanted to share information in a bigger way so people could make educated decisions and not just march to the pharmacy. So yes, that's part of it, but there's all sorts of other things like mindfulness and massage therapy and acupuncture and you know all of these other beautiful therapies and none of those were offered to me. 
and that's that's crazy that you're actually saying this i've said it before that i had anxiety issues in my previous job because of the stress that i was having because mm-hmm. it's that pride of i'm gonna do my best i'm gonna do this and then you see a lot of things that don't like my biggest issue for example with my work was just my morals were not aligned with the changes that they were doing for instance and i remember my doctor said well we need to change your prescription because i was taking sertraline for anxiety and they said, well, you need to change your d- prescription because you, are, you have bipolar disorder. And mm. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm okay. I just hate my job. And they said, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and they said no, you, you have bipolar disorder because there's days that you're good and there are days that you're very down. And I said, yes, because I hate my job. So they're right. like, you cannot quit. So they are like, you cannot quit your job. Like they, like they had an order, like you cannot quit your job. You cannot do this. So I fired my employer and I fired my doctor December 16 and it's completely whole different life. I'm like, I'm not bipolar. I just hated my job and I was depressed. (laughs) But But that's so true because a lot of people like that will go with what the doctor says because the doctor has authority. So it is huge what you're doing because a lot of people like, I don't talk about like, this is the first time people like people will even listen that I, I got that because it's also a symptom that comes with along with it. Like you feel like you'd get judged or things like that if you're taking those medication. But it's amazing what you're doing because it's something that we should touch, especially for the lovely society that we live in nowadays where we get judged, I feel like sometimes left and right, and it just overwhelms our brains. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, at that time, I didn't know... I didn't know that that big of a seed had been planted. So what did I do? I went back to my job, you know, so I just went back to work and, and, but the thing that started to happen is I became unhappier in my job because the circumstances hadn't changed. And at the same time too, I wanted to, I I now wanted to be in the health and wellness industry. Like that was clear. And so nearing the end of my corporate position and keep in mind, this was, you know, 2007, I had a very good job. I had very good pay. I had very good benefits. And a lot of times that's what keeps us stuck. And so what I began to do was to, and this is, you know, I think could be helpful for your listeners is I began to like pave that path. So I would have some security when I was ready to make that leap. So I paid off my debt as much as I was able. I didn't buy extraneous things. And so I was trying to soften the financial, you know, pressure that I would have each month when I made my leap because I was already planning to make my leap. And I also started to think about how I would operate in that new world. Uh, And then I had a two year exit strategy that actually turned into two weeks. And so I went in for my very last review with my boss, expecting to get a promotion, expecting to get the pay raise. And the conversation was, you know, I remember he showed me a grid and I was like highest performer in the department and this, that, and the other, but you know, you're great. You're awesome. Unfortunately, we're flattening the organization and we just need to keep you in your position for one more year. And I was like, Nope, I'm done. So I took my leap probably a little sooner than I anticipated, but I had started that planning process. And so I landed into the health and wellness industry I started an education and consulting business initially, and then I began to look for clients that I could then take my kind of business experience, 
but I wanted them to be wellness brands. So that was like my first bridge to what it is that I'm focused on today. And that's absolutely very smart to build the access strategy. As somebody that went through that, that's like one of the best things you can do. But let me ask you this, because sometimes even when you have an access strategy and you actually take that step, sometimes you're like, did I just do the wrong thing? And like, what did I do? Did you ever have had that moment? Like if somebody wants, has the access strategy, is read at that step, what advice would you tell them to push them towards following their passion? Yeah, well, I would say, you know, there's, it's definitely two different paths and you have to have a certain level of resiliency when you're an entrepreneur, if you don't already have like a gadget that you're going to launch and it's going to make you millions of dollars because, you know, as we all know, the majority of new businesses will fail, but you can help secure not failing by you know, planning that exit strategy and make sure you're mitigating your risk through, you know, because it is going to be rough. Like you're going to ride a roller coaster uh, and depends on, you know, you can have a lot of this develop while you're still employed. You can come up with the name of your business. You can start to build the infrastructure of a website. You can build your social platform. You can already decide what your revenue channels are going to be. You're going to be working hard, you know, because you're working during the day and you're building that at night. It just depends on how secure, secure you are with risk. I'm, I, I can take risks. Like I know, I always believed, I always believed when I worked in my corporate job, I always thought to myself, if I work this hard for myself, I cannot fail. And I, I just believed that I didn't know what success would look like. Um, because I, you know, I didn't have two years to build it. Like I thought I would. Yeah. I had weeks. Um, but I just knew. And the other thing is, <laughs> I didn't burn a bridge with the corporate office or the corporate company I was working for. And I knew that they would take me back if I went crawling back and begged for my job. So, you know, I didn't burn that bridge as I was building a new one and I, I never had to go back. A lot of people, and that's big too, though, because a lot of people burn those bridges and it's, yeah. you don't know, like, like you don't know life. Sometimes you might need even a part-time job for whatever reason. So don't burn that bridge. That's, because also you that that corporate can be your client one day if you're really into consulting. Yeah. Think exactly. always think long term. Yeah. So you said you were a single mom, very successful in the corporate world, decided to take a leap of faith and start completing something new. How in the world did you manage your time and your energy? Because that's a lot. Yeah. Well, I was, I was in a relationship at the time. And so one of the benefits is he was a key component of the new business as well. So I did have that level of support uh, where it would have been very challenging if it had just been me, financial pressure, no income and two kids, you know, needing my attention. So I was fortunate mm -hmm. and we were very different archetypes. I was the business marketing sales sort of person he was the educator, teacher, uh, you know, creative practitioner type. And so together we were able to the build, right combo yeah, build it correctly. Um, and, you know, for those couples, because there are a lot of couples that start companies together. You know, one of the things I would say about that is it's really hard to navigate the business and the romantic side of your relationship because his nickname for me became the Sarge. 
you know, because I, you know, I have that corporate personality. Well, he's just a laid back, easygoing massage educator. You know, he's like, he didn't know what happened to him. So, um, you know, so just knowing that type of thing in advance and as much time and energy and passion as you put into your business, if you have a partner, whether it's a sibling, a parent, uh, your romantic person, dedicate as much time to keeping that thriving yeah. uh, as your business. But um, I was fortunate that I had that. And then I'm just a go-getter. So I just, I just go, 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 go until something happens. And, you know, again, it wasn't easy. I mean, there would be times we would market a workshop and we would have maybe four students sign up. And this was in-person workshops. These were hands-on in-person workshops. And we would have four students register. And we were like, okay, I think we're actually going in the hole here. You know, we're not going to make any money on this one, but we have to do it. We have four students yeah. and we would just keep showing up. So we just kept showing up and we would go to events and we would do workshops and, you know, it just grew, grew into a successful business. It's that consistency that no matter what, and that's huge because a lot of people expect rapid conversion rate, like rapid, you know, like rapid growth when it's just impossible. Like it's, impossible it's a baby a baby doesn't learn how to run right away it's like small steps you're gonna fall a couple of times get up and go for it and I mean you can you can tell you're a go-getter because that's that's not easy I don't have kids but I go to school full-time and I work full-time and that's a lot but not even thinking like a whole family that's that's huge yeah (laughs) as you can tell you're fully a go-getter and that's how the well world tv started but let's get a little bit more into the details because you guys have channels, you can host different platforms. Tell us exactly what the platform itself, Well World, is. Yeah, so Well World TV was uh, a brainchild of mine that started to form just about 18 months to two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I was still doing my corporate business consulting, but over the course since 2011, I wanted to bring that vision to life that I could educate people and the the mode of communication for me was video. So I independently produced a couple television shows and went and pitched them to a network. Mm -hmm. I pitched it to the own network. I pitched it to PBS. PBS accepted the concept and said, all right, if you create this show, we will broadcast it but all of the responsibility fell to me as an independent producer. They just wanted the content. So, so I began that journey of pulling together a production crew, drafting out the segments, coordinating the logistics of a full television show production, the funding aspects. And so as I was moving through that, I was like, geez, this is like hard work, you know, and and most people, who have a dream or a vision that they want to bring to life in video. Now, keep in mind, this was 2011. So we weren't on Facebook and YouTube quite the way we are now. Um, You know, I was doing the traditional path and I was like, at the same time, I was developing one show that would have four or five segments and I was leaving behind a hundred other people, you know, who I could talk to and could feature and could focus on. And so I produced that one and it broadcast. And then I produced my second one, kind of the same trajectory. And so something started to awaken in me that not, you know, first off, 
if that's all I did, I would be in my mid 90s before I had enough content to actually evoke any type of change in the world. You know, like this isn't going to work. So I started to say, okay, well, what are the barriers? What would keep somebody from being able to create that series that they're dreaming of or talk about what it is they want to talk about? And I was like, well, the cost, the time, networks aren't going to give them the time of day. Yeah. And, and so I started to form the idea of how do I create a low barrier network? So if somebody somewhere you know, could be an acupuncturist, could be an anti-aging doctor, could be a financial investor or a real estate agent. If that someone holds that desire to share their message in a bigger way, I call it up-leveling. If they hold that desire to up-level and step into a bigger space and share their voice in a bigger way, then I needed to provide the resources that would assist them in doing that. And so the concept for Well World TV was probably in my head for six to eight months. And when you talked about the baby and the toddler falling down, the baby was born when the website went live. And that was just under a year ago. So it's at wellworld.tv. And so uh, part of what we're doing, you know, we're still in our early phases, but we are onboarding channel hosts and we have certain programs that they can attend that will give them the skills, training, and everything they need to begin to uh, figure out how they want to share their voice in a bigger way. And for us, our main you know, interest is video, mm -hmm. but we're going to build support for people that want to you know, self-publish a book or somebody who wants to start and run a podcast, and then they can connect with somebody like you or um, you know, PR and public relations. And so we just... If you have a passionate, inspirational, educational message to share and you're just not sure how to get your voice out in a bigger way, those are the people that we're attracting. And that's huge because a lot of people sometimes, like let's say somebody wants to start a podcast, right? Since we're in one right now. Like mm -hmm. I made a lot of mistakes at the beginning. So if I had mentors and if I had somebody tell me like, do this, don't do this, it would have been more successful sooner. And there's also a lot of information out there because, yes, we live in the technology day, day and age that you can just Google something and it'll come up. But you, not everything online is true. So right. what you're doing is phenomenal because that gives you a good fundamental base to build up from there. And also it's not just that, but actually having the one-on-one conversation and those questions. And that's, that's another thing, too, because you don't get that from, like, reading a book, for example. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the future it literally is video. I mean, all the research is showing that, you know, YouTube is the second largest search engine online. So right, you know, behind Google, people are going to YouTube and they're going to YouTube because they want to watch a video. Um, you know, so it's... Um, that it's is so true. Did, did you see the new feature that Google has now with YouTube? It's if, you, if you Google um, something, let's say I want to Google the best you know keyboard for me and you will come yep. up with like the websites but you'll also show the most popular youtube video and it'll tell you from this minute and the second to this minute and the second like that's huge for people that have video content yeah and i guarantee you because i've done it um like so i googled how do i set up an online dating profile <laughs> yeah well guess what came up youtube videos and so i could actually uh, listen, 
you know, in, in, while I'm putzing around the kitchen, I just popped on a YouTube video and somebody was talking about, you know, that. So. Oh, yeah. And I would say, too, where I feel like the younger generation, it's also a little bit lazy when it comes to reading and everything is kind of turning into video, audio feature, which is kind of like a good match. I really want to see where this takes us like 50, 60 years down the road. Like what else right. is going to be like? Like nobody yeah. thought we would be here now. But <laughs> so let's talk a little bit PR itself wise, because yes, like we have YouTube, we have Facebook, you can do live streams, you have a mic, you can, you know, say something. But mm -hmm. how is it, is it or how hard is it to break through today's, uh, you know, public relations medias because it's everybody wants to have an opinion and everybody wants to do it but how can you make yourself quality and breakthrough and memorable what would be some advices you can give to people that are building up their system yeah well first and foremost the whole landscape of like what public relations is has transformed over the last 10 years so you know traditionally back in the day you know, you would work with a company or an entity, come up with a titillating sort of line, and, and then you traditionally go and pitch the different media outlets. Well, a lot of times they didn't have a way to necessarily validate the credibility or the influence that that particular business or person had. Mm -hmm. And so now we're in the world of social influence where I guarantee you every major PR firm in the United States is working with social influencers. So what is a social influencer? Somebody, that's somebody who has carved in their niche a level of influence that's going to impact a demographic that might be of interest to the media outlet or to the brand, you know, that's looking to maybe sponsor them in some particular way. So they go to Instagram, they go to Facebook, they go to YouTube, all of those places to see because the game's changed. There's transparency in our brilliance now. You know, if you're brilliant, there will be some type of social proof if you build yourself correctly. And so that's, you know, again, what we're wanting to start, you know, like we're uncovering hidden gems. And a lot of times the hidden gems don't necessarily know how to build that social proof. And so, um, you know, the message, the message that we're building is who are you? What is it that you're trying to accomplish in the world? And then if we send you, you know, to a media outlet, are they going to be able to look at your website and find something professional? Are they going to go to your Instagram and find something professional? Are you going to have a lot of engagement in your content? Because that's going to let them know that you're credible and you're valuable to their outlet or to their brand. And that's very, that's huge because before you wouldn't have like ways to check credibility. Like before you would, you do, this is funny too, like on business world, whenever you get an interview, that would call your references, that would call to verify employment. Nowadays yeah. people don't really do that because they just go and check out your LinkedIn. And yeah. nobody's is going to put fake information on LinkedIn because you will get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. But this is where we're living now. So not only it saves times too, but with the social media, what I feel like it's also gives people a lot more opportunities to actually go for what they want compared yeah. to 20 years ago. You, you not needed to know the right person to do the right thing to do this. Now it's like, you have the idea, just launch it. And like yeah. with your support and with, well, 
uh, well world tv support you'd be able to launch and you know shape it and carve it the right way so once it's yeah. pitched to the media it gets you know it goes a lot more growth from there yeah and the beautiful part about it is and i like to use tyler perry as my example so tyler perry went you know, he was doing the traditional route, like, hey, I've got a, sh I've got a sh movie or a show concept. He'd go knock on the door to network. He was rejected. He'd go to the next one. And he, like, literally, he kept pitching his concepts over and over and over again. And then finally, I, I, if I remember the story correctly, he did a play, like mm -hmm. a local play. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take the proceeds from that play. And I'm going to bring to life this TV show or this movie that I'm envisioning. And he did it himself. Yeah. And so he built it the way he wanted. Yes, it was a little painful at first because you have to believe in yourself and invest in yourself. But by the time he was quote unquote discovered, it was too late. He, he already had production. He owned every piece of content and he could look at the network then and say, you know what? Sorry, I think I'm just going to continue on this path. And now, you know, he owns Atlanta. <laughs> no, that is, that is so true because, and also I talk, like I remember reading about his struggles and everything throughout the whole journey. And he just pretty much like, okay, well I have the idea. I'm just going to make my own Tyler Perry production. And now it's like, mm, I'm going to look at you if I want to work with you. Like I'm going to be picking out. You don't have yeah. that option anymore, which is a great feeling too. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that we're all Tyler Perry, but that's our aspiration because yeah. he started just where a lot of your viewers are right now. Like, how do I do this? How do I get started? I don't know if people are going to take me serious and literally just step by step. He just, he invested himself enough and he believed in himself and his concept enough that at some point it tipped over. And then all of a sudden he was on the other side and then he was making those choices about who he invited into his world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Deborah, I know we, we got introduced to one another a little bit right as coronavirus situation started. And I know throughout this time, I mean, you have nonstop content being put online. You're on the go. Just today you were telling me you're back to back on conference calls. It's very like, it's been about three months now that everything kind of, you know, um, went started because it's May 29th right now as we're recording this interview, you guys. But my question to you is how do you keep up with the positivity and how do you still manage to be productive and not overwhelmed with what is actually going on? Because it is mentally draining to know what's going on in today's, you know, in the world with the virus and everything. But how do you keep yeah. the positivity up? So, I mean, there's a couple like really key strategies that I implemented for myself. And so for me, I like to be educated. So during the beginning of the pandemic, I needed to know what was going on. So then I was tuning into the media and I was like, okay, what is it? This doctor says this, this doctor says that you should wear this. You should not wear that. So we're inundated with what you should and what you shouldn't do. And a lot of them are contradictory. Our job for our, like we're responsible for our own health and our own body. So our job is to educate ourselves as much as we can and then make the decisions that are best for us and our family and those people that are closest to us. So once I felt like I reached that space, like, okay, I think I know what the virus is. I think I know how it's transmitted. I think I know what I need to do to take care of my own body. I stopped watching the media <laughs> because at that point, I felt so like I did your research. 
So you did your research, which is important. You did a bunch of research and then you made your own conclusion. Now what media told you? Yes. And, you know, I still see articles and I, you know, okay, South Florida's opening back up now. What does that mean for me? Like, do I need to wear certain things on the beach? You know, what does that mean? So I still get updated, but I did not allow myself to just stay inundated in that chaos of negativity that was happening every day because everybody has their own opinion. Well, I just, all the only opinion that matters is my own. So as long as I'm taking care of myself and take doing my best to take care of other people, I, I don't need to saturate my life with it. So that was key. And, you know, I would say anybody who's still just really sucked into the day to day to day to day is just, if, if you can step back from that, and just make decisions that make sense for your own personal life, you know, take those precautions and don't stay saturated in it. Um, and then the other shift that happened is a lot of the work that I was doing was outside. So I was doing on-site production. I was doing media partnership with events, you know, so all of that came to a screeching halt. And I was like, holy smokes, what's, what's Wall World TV supposed to be? And so literally it has forced me to start building these social, social sort of programs because I wasn't really there yet. I was in traditional production and then there's um, kind of mid-level production, but it's still in person. You know, like I would work with a host, I would go to their medical spa, we would do a day of filming and then they would get some content. Well, now everybody's on Zoom and everybody's on StreamYard, you know, so I'm like, okay, well, World TV needs to adapt to this. So we literally launched, you know, our Facebook live series. I have hosts going live every week. They're doing their own interview shows on Zoom and StreamYard. And it was actually a beautiful thing because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm at the gateway to the network and I wasn't there yet. So this pandemic in some way has been a gift because it forced me into this arena of social media and creating video like this because anybody can do this and that's what's exciting so if you have that desire that passion you can have your own series tomorrow <laughs> no and, and that's big i actually want to congratulate you because you can tell actually how businesses are built to survive or to strive during those times too because it just once you adapt to the new one do your research know your one two threes your abcs and then just go from there and just stay educated but it is true if you follow media nowadays unfortunately there is a hundred different information every corner and you're like i don't even know which one to listen to anymore so it yeah. is it is very important and there goes the final decision you have the final decision like yeah. we we have this expression in Albanian, it says, you listen to three or four, and then you do what you know best. Right. Um, which, exactly. that's, that's, it rhymes better in Albanian, but that's the best way I can translate it. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, talk, let's talk a little bit about primetime series. Yeah. So, uh, you, it was officially selected for the Miami Web Fest for 2020, and yes. the International Film Festival of Manhattan 2019. Yes. Which is exciting. Congratulations. I mean, you literally have a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those sideway workaholics. That's why I face plant in the doctor's office every now and then. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, are you the person that if you don't, if you're not doing something, you're like, did I forget to do something? Like something right. is missing. I'm forgetting something. <laughs> 
but tell us about primetime series uh what it is about i know that's the you say the ultimate f word 250 but i'll let you explain a little bit more to it yeah so i was so i produced my first tv show it was called the journey into well-being my second tv show was called senior moments and i started already stewing like okay what's my next one going to be what's my next one going to be and i was like you know right at that getting close to 50 age and I was like, you know, I'm just in this space of feeling like my best years lie ahead. And that's kind of different than what most people assume. Most people think, you know, you hit 50, you're at your peak, and it's pretty much downhill from there. And I was like, I didn't personally believe that. I was like, no, I'm like, literally right now, I feel smarter, clearer. I'm driven by purpose. I'm driven by passion. My best years lie ahead. And so I started to research women in my demographic and um, there was a book called marketing to the primetime woman. And so I read that and I was like, okay, that's me. And there's this whole segment of women who are in this group that if they are empowered, clear, healthy, passion and purpose driven, I said, this segment, which is like 45 to 65, can significantly impact the world like if they were if they were on your team and they were all you know ready to roll the world would change and so i said um you know i started to stew on that and so i found there was a a, a girl down here in south florida her name's lindsay martinez and she had just launched successfully her happy healthy stronger series and she just intrigued me like i knew we were similar she was 50 i was 50 and i was like okay that works so um we started having conversations she had her ideas and brought in you know her influence and we decided to produce a tv show that was really dedicated to those prime years that you know 45 to 65 year old age bracket and so we wanted to travel and just share stories of education and inspiration on how to age well how to take care of your body but also the mental, emotional, and spiritual piece of being in that prime, prime time of your life. And so we produced it in 2019. It launched and it was picked up by uh, Women on TV Network. It broadcast on a local NBC channel here. And now it's in that phase where we're trying to go out and pitch it and get it picked up, you know, in a bigger way. Nice. That's, that's exciting. And I actually saw some of the videos online and you guys are up to some really crazy adventures too also. <laughs> I mean, I saw one you guys were swimming with sharks. Yeah. And that's actually Lindsay. She's so, like she literally is the fun like first off she's intimidatingly in good shape. I don't know if you saw her, but she's like I did never... see it was with abs and I'm like mine are shy. They're not showing like that. Like Yeah. <laughs> I was intimidated to like, you know, be in a swimsuit next to her, but anyway, they did it. But, but she's like that fun, adventurous type personality. So she's the one who said, Hey, let's go skydiving. Let's go shark diving. And I'm like, uh, can I just go to the anti-aging doctor and talk about hormones? <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was the good balance though, because she got me out of my comfort zone to go out and do some of that stuff. Cause she loves it. She loves that kind of stuff. Nice. Yeah. No, there was some exciting, like I see, I think I saw one like trying pole dancing and then okay, like swimming with sharks and I'm like this is amazing like I need like this is it was really fun like videos that I saw and I'm like I would love to see this on big network like you can see the show with popcorn with your family and just like this is awesome like yeah. I 
like my mom for example she just turned 50 last year and that is so true though because like talking about prime time like she within the last year she's kind of like the new 25 right exactly it's so different yeah it is like her face is getting different like just her hair like it is something different about it i don't know exactly what just yet but it is something completely different of it yeah. Oh my goodness. If anybody wants to watch that 30 minute pilot, they can go to wellworld.tv and there's a channel tab and under that channel there's the primetime channel and so they can actually go in there and watch that full pilot because that's what we're helping our hosts create too and I always have to walk the path first, but it's like we can work with a host who has a concept and an idea and help them bring that to life. And the difference between this show and my first show, which will reinforce what I said earlier, you have to invest in yourself before somebody else is willing to invest in you. Uh, my very first show, I completely self-funded. This one was fully funded. And, and Lindsay and I were actually able to pay ourselves a little bit. So it does work when you believe in yourself and you invest in yourself that eventually somebody's going to believe in you too. Thank you. No, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And what I'll do for you guys too is that I'll share all the details. So just be like the links in the description. If you're listening to this, wherever you get your podcast juice from, just go ahead and look at the links in there or from the website. So this way you'll be directed to the websites. You'll be directed to the social media channels uh, for devs. So this way you'd be able to contact directly. So I'm you have a lot in your play, but I'm not sure you're not just sitting there and just like, oh, this is going great. We'll just see where this goes going. I'm <laughs> sure you, like, I, I got the feeling that you have something else boiling. Like, is there anything else that you're working towards right now? Anything else that you're launching? Because I don't see you just, just sitting there. No. Well, I mean, most of my energy, especially since the, you know, shut-in has happened, has been really building this gateway entrance into the platform. And so, you know, anybody who goes to YouTube will notice a couple things. One, I have hardly any followers because YouTube has gotten none of my attention since I started the network. However, I have since dropped in probably over 60 videos from all of my hosts that are starting to populate and I'm already seeing that, you know, kind of natural organic growth um, to it. So that's really been my focus is to build the gateway to Well World TV. Um, I, I did have another TV show concept in the works. It was uh, a travel adventure sort of show. And that one, of course, came to a screeching halt. So that one's on pause to be, to be determined. If you need a traveling partner when everything's <laughs> over, that's down. Yes. Going, but let's go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that one's kind of on pause. Um, and then, you know, I'm working, you know, I'm working kind of behind the scenes with another brand. It's called CoSpace, K-H-O Space. And it's a newer concept that's launching here in South Florida. And we're already having some partnership conversations because they are, you know, you know, we work that kind of, we work uh, concept where it's co-shared space and entrepreneurs can come in and they camp out and then they have access to printers and all sorts of stuff. So Wait, they come are, again. what is that? Um, it's called co-space. Okay. And so what their concept is, is for clinical practitioners, like a psychologist, a social worker, an acupuncturist, a massage therapist, you can actually come in and lease space by the hour. 
So if they're, you know, fresh out of school or they don't, or they only want to work full time and they don't have the resources to open up a full-time practice and pay rent, they literally can buy, you know, 10 rooms per month and then come in and have a really beautiful sort of professional space to meet their clients and do their work. That's a great concept. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so that's the, what you're talking about, which is what else are you doing? that's a little bit more under the radar um, because we're trying to figure out, you know, how our two brands align because they also want to have a very strong presence in the content creation phase. So when they get their members to come in, they want them producing content that will not only promote their practices, but also support the co-space brand. So that's a little sneak peek under the tent. That's awesome. No, I, I have not heard about this concept, but like I, that is such a great idea too, especially the content creation where you come in. I'm like, I actually want to look into that. Like I want to see that once it's launched and everything. I think that's a pretty, pretty cool concept. Yeah. So they have a website. It's at uh, cospace, K-H-O space.com. And um, they have two facilities open. One's under construction in Coral Springs, Florida. And, you know, their, their plan is to grow. So, you know, they do have pictures and descriptions online already. Oh, I see it. Yeah. I'm going to do more research on this too. It's a, it's a really khospace.com. Yep. I'll attach that information. And then I know this interview is coming to the end of it. And my top favorite question of all the time, it's always in every episode, of course. Um, <laughs> What is your personal definition of success? Wow. My personal, my personal def. Okay. I know what it is. My person, cause it's, it's really, it's a, it's a tenant that's going to underpin the creation of wall world TV. So my personal definition of success is the ability to fulfill and make a difference at the same time while you're able to make a profit. Because a lot of times you're either focused on the profit channel and you're sacrificing your ability to contribute and make a difference and follow your dreams. Or a lot of times the archetypes of the creative or the person who's very focused on their craft and their practice doesn't know how to make a profit. So my definition of success is when you can fully step into your sense of purpose and contribution and you're working towards something bigger and you're making a profit because it's okay to do both. <laughs> Best of both worlds. No, I like how you explain that too, because yes, we do work hard and we sometimes we barely sleep, but it is for a bigger purpose. It is to change the world, to change the concept on something and also generate profit out of it too. So that was a very nice way to putting it. Well, Deborah, I definitely want to thank you so, so much for being a part of RM Podcast FL. I don't know if you have any last message for our audience before. Uh, we end the interview and also your information, of course, will be attached on the links, you guys. So make sure to click there and connect with Deborah as well. Any yeah. last thing you would like to add? Yeah, I would just like to encourage everybody to really, you know, put that energy into moving in the direction of what it feels like they were, they're meant to do. And if they are drawn to video, you know, we just launched our boot camp. And so we are doing a four week video influencer boot camp that starts June 23rd. And, you know, come join us there. So we will get you on that path if you need help. And the website is bootcamp, 
dot wellworld.tv. So bootcamp.wellworld.tv. Yes. You guys got that? If you're not, description, the link will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being a part of RM Podcast FL. And for all you, my lawyers, listeners out there, make sure to tune in every Tuesday for awesome episodes just like this one. Hope everybody have a great rest of the day.